It's 2024. Happy New Year and welcome to another episode at Life Talks. I'm Ben. I'm here with Dan. We are the teaching pastors at Life Fellowship Church here in Cornelius, North Carolina. Dan, how was your New Year's? Well, I don't remember because I was unconscious, but not because I was <laughs> yeah, under the You were not inebriated. No, I just... I went to bed like at 10.30, I think it was. Yeah, I, I was in bed by 10.30. I mean, really, I was complaining about this the other day in staff meeting. What's the big deal about New Year's? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, there's another year, but why do we have a day off? I don't get why we have an actual day off besides people recovering from a hangover. Well, I think that's I think that's why. Is it just it? because of that? Well, but other cultures really celebrate New Year. Like Chinese do. The Chinese go nuts yeah. over New Year. And other, but they know. don't have the same New Year as us, do they? No, it comes. it's called Tet, and it comes later on in the Okay. Yep. All right. Well, um, we're going to do a fun episode, Dan, to do. Uh, we're going to start our first podcast with predictions. We're going to do a predictions episode. Called the Life Talk Psychic Hotline. <laughs> and so uh, you brought this up when we were, before we recorded, uh, the Karnak uh, character that Johnny Carson, he'd hold the envelope up. yeah. And so uh, we're, yeah, we're going to- You know, two thirds of our audience have no idea. <laughs> no, our younger listeners, <laughs> Michael Scott held this up yes, to his yes. forehead he in the office. Do, he this tried to do that. And now I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> office. I don't watch the office i know i know that should be a new year's resolution for you that star wars i know you got a whole list of stuff yeah i know so we're gonna do five specific predictions dan five categories a political prediction a cultural prediction a church prediction sports prediction and a personal prediction so i mean you really have the most power over the personal prediction but so so you better you better hit that one but um i thought we'd just start with the sauciest topic and that is a political prediction prediction dan what are your what is your political prediction it's a it's an election year yep uh what's your what's your uh prediction um i've actually they're all kind of combined together but i've got uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a okay. clump of them okay <clears throat> i believe joe biden wins re-election okay i believe that trump will dispute it yet again yes i believe the republicans are going into the election overconfident and like what happened in 2020 and 2022 they are completely out of touch with the reality of our nation politically because they spend so much time watching what I am quickly approaching. I'm ranting. Yeah, keep coming. Let's go. Red meat. Where I don't believe philosophically um, and positionally there is much difference in terms of unreliable extremism between MSNBC and Fox News. Mm. So I, I I believe that because they're getting most of their news from Fox News, they have a tilted view of the uh, – a twisted view of, of where the country where really is. Are. Um, I believe that the House goes back to the Democrats, and I believe the Republicans at best will have a one-seat margin, more likely a tie. Hmm. And if Joe Biden wins, that means that the Democrats retain control of the um, – uh, Senate, and as a result, the Democrats will be the party in power for a generation, like they were in the House for forty years in the okay. mid nineteen hundreds. Well, I also believe the know, primary factor yeah. is going to be the abortion issue mm. because it motivates women and young people, which they must have to win. Mm. And the reality is, the pro life. Uh, national organizations have done such a pathetic job yep. since the overturn of, of Roe, Roe versus Wade, Wade yeah. that we we don't we don't even have a voice, let alone a position that counters what they're mm. saying. Okay, well, 
Welcome to that cheery prediction <laughs> from Dan Morrell. You can write your letters. Life I talks. Hope, I, I hope I'm wrong on several counts that a presidential race. I don't care. I think they're both a mess. But but on the others, I you know, there's several. I think divided government is the best we can hope for. I, because it, you know, people are complaining. We barely passed any laws in 2023. I was like, thank God. Yeah, like, like that's a bad <laughs> thing. Please give me gridlock so no one does anything to screw anything up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, so, so my political predictions are a little bit different than yours. I don't know who's going to win. I just, I, I, I want to vomit in my mouth the fact, the fact that we've got the same two candidates in 2020. It just, I just, I, I, I don't know else how else to say this. Yeah. I'm just, just, it's just despicable to me. Anyways, um, I, I, my two specific predictions are, um, we will see someone surpass the percentage of third party numbers that Pro got. I believe wow. that. Oh, that's a that's a that's a I, that's bold. That's I'm bold. Beat you with that one because I just don't see that happening. Okay, that's it. fine. That's fine. I'm just that's that's where I'm at right now. This Wait, is January. No, okay. no, 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 no. I want you to take that a step further. Yeah. And whom will it be? Um, I I think that the the okay. So can I can I change it a little bit? I think between RFK and um the guy from West Virginia, Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. I think they're going to combined pull enough away from from both parties that there will be a significant percentage. All I'm saying is there's going to be, because I think people look at, everyone already has an opinion about Trump and Biden. They they, kind of know what they're getting. And I believe that probably over, I mean, mean, what people are saying is over half of the people, the populace in the United States are like, this is horrible. They don't want, they don't want this rematch yet. The embedded, powers that be in both political parties, this is who's who they're putting up there. And I again for the life of me, I don't understand why any Republican would want Trump to run again. I don't under I yeah. cannot understand that. The fact that he's winning and we've got we do have quality qualified other candidates to choose from. I will never understand that. But um uh, by the way, Manchin, I, I believe if he were at the top of a third party run, that that would be to me, yeah, I think there's a potential there. Yeah. So mm. he he's probably the only Democrat I would ever consider voting for in this very narrow circumstance mm-hmm. simply because send your letters yeah. to <laughs> I, I'm not saying I would vote for him I'm not saying I would vote for him but I'm more likely to vote for him than I am the other two guys okay yeah, well um and so that's my one I think that I think we're gonna see a influence of third party that that has some kind of effect on on the outcome of the election my second prediction is we will there, there we will not know who the president is until 2025. I think I think there's going to be just be chaos like there was last time. And no matter who wins, I think there's going to be, you know, Trump sent a precedent of losing badly. And there's going I think the Democrats are going to take a page from his Mm -hmm. book and they're going to do the same thing that he did in 2020. Um, Even, you know, regardless of who wins or loses, um, both parties are setting up a disputed election. And I think that's what's going to. Th- which it's which sadly create- will end up in the Supreme Court again, and every time the Supreme Court yeah. has to deal with a political matter, yeah. it damages them. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, I, that's going to be rough. Anyways, uh, man, we just started okay, off the, really thank you bright for joining and us cheery. Like, I mean, it's twenty twenty four. So if it's going to be a horrible year, let's <laughs> predict. Because we we should do an episode at the end of the year going over the predictions. We should. We should and seeing, make a note. Make a make note. So yeah. so like you need a third party candidate to do better than nineteen yes. percent. Yes, that's what Perot did. Yeah. So you yeah. so that's combined b- between our. 
5K and and uh, I think they'll be on the same ticket. You think so? Yeah, I do. Okay, all right. If, oh, if they run at all. Wait, okay. So now I need clarity. You're not saying that one third party candidate will get more than Perot did. You're saying like the the combination. I, I think the, the combination total? of 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 the libertarian. I'm just saying it'll be I the think, most votes ever yes. gone to. I think I think okay. the greatest percentage of. Of the Republicans, we're not going to be the lowest percentage of votes for either for the two Got major it. parties. Got it. That's I how miss, I'm. I that's my prediction. I change it a little bit, okay, but you, but you give me grace. I'll give you. Grace. Dan's a gracious person. I am very gracious. Okay, um, cult. Do you have, you have a cultural prediction for me, Dan? Well, I thought it was societal, but yeah, societal, cult, okay. whatever. I mean, I predict a financial disruption that is connected to housing prices and personal and government debt will occur that will result in a major adjustment in both housing prices and how we get higher education. Mm. I also believe there's going to be a merging of many of the streaming services or some of them are just going to flat go out of business. There's way too many. And just like the the phone companies did, there's mm-hmm. got to be a merging okay. uh, dissolution. I believe malls are going to disappear rapidly. Well, what, what are they going to do? What are the buildings? I mean, what are you going to do with the buildings? I don't know what they're going to do with them, but uh, I, I, they may turn them, tear them down because they're big enough, tear them down and turn them into housing developments. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that more retirees are going to be forced to go to work, return to work or work longer because Social Security is going to grow increasingly more precarious. Mm-hmm. They're going to start having to tax it or just simply it can't keep up with inflation. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dan, again, Dan is two for two for <laughs> – <laughs> Bright and cheery predictions. <laughs> well, I am nothing but an ever-loving optimist. Yeah, <laughs> what were you expecting? Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, and they get worse from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dan in the beginning of one of the worst political years ever. Like this is, it's not going to be yeah, rainbows. You are getting a glimpse into Dan's head right now. <laughs> <laughs> the dark place. Uh, culture. So societal prediction, cultural prediction. I believe. Um, and this is kind of 2024 and beyond. I think we're going to see artists from a Christian perspective, Christian worldview, create better art than this, their secular counterparts moving forward. Wow, that's ambitious. And the reason I say that, the reason I say that is because um, the woke ideological mob is becoming, is going to make the same mistake that Christian movies have made for generations. And that is they have to have an agenda. Like, think about the Christian movies. It was, you know, storytelling became a backseat to the person getting saved at the end of the movie. And so there was an there was always an agenda right. that you had to yeah. you had to have this agenda yeah. in the storytelling, and it just left the storytelling to become me- mediocre. We are now seeing that through Disney with Star Wars. I mean, you just pick the the major studio in the woke ideological force that that is social Marxism that has taken over most of, of uh, the entertainment industry is creating poor movies and show, shows because they are now having to tell, you got to have this in there. You got to have this. And, you know, and storytelling has taken a back seat. And I think it's, per, it's going to create a void now for people that want to tell good stories to step into a void and tell really good stories with purpose and value and meanings. Anyways, that's, that's my cultural prediction, societal prediction. Hmm. Write it down and put it in a I'm, safe. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but we're going to start seeing the trend of Christians creating better movies than their secular counterparts. Okay. We'll see. Uh, Dan, church prediction. I believe we will continue to move toward a confrontation within evangelicalization. In that, let me try that again. 
I believe that we're going to continue to move toward a confrontation within evangelicalism that addresses the nationalization and politicization of the church in America mm-hmm. uh, in light of its of its actual biblical and universal worldwide mm-hmm. mission. Um, I believe that there's going to that it's going to get to a point of confrontation and in intolerance toward the two sides. Interesting. I'm almost there. Yeah. So. Well, you know, Barna just came out with his 2023 kind of all the data from that they collected in 2023, and I think they had a favorability rating from you know Jesus, spirituality, mm-hmm. pastors, church, you know, and at the bottom of the list was evangelicals. I mean, they they were they rated I think 26 percent favorability yeah. rating. So I mean, and, and the, the reason that is is because yeah. people connect evangelicals to politics, the politics, and yeah. that's that's unfortunate. We are now no we are now known more for our political stances than we are about the gospel. Yeah. And my my second one, which was kind of across categories, but I believe it's connected to this, is I believe you're going to see an intense increase in attacks on homeschooling, particularly religious homeschooling. Mm. Um, I I believe, in fact, I know there's research going on right now trying to build a case in the Ivy League's uh, schools, um, but I believe that the teachers' unions, the left-wing mm. elites, mm. Um, you know, higher academia, they're going to have to deal with the homeschooling problem um, because it undercuts their ability to indoctrinate. Yeah, and it takes it out of the hands of the professionals and puts it in the hands of parents, yeah. and they're yeah. not going to tolerate yeah. that long term. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I don't know when that's going to happen, but I, I do believe that's that's going to happen. Okay, my church prediction is it's going to get harder and harder for churches to find qualified pastors. That's, I mean, if there's one thing you and I have experienced as we have, you know, dinner, searched after people, you know, pastors to fill in positions here is there, there are candidates. I don't think that there's a, um, that there's not, there hasn't been a necessarily drop in people that have degrees, but what there is, is people that lack the character, the experience, and the ability to actually do the work of pastoral ministry. And yep. so um, I think that churches are going to have a very hard time. The average age of a pastor, I think, is 57, 58 right now. Um, one in four pastors have said that they are definitely retiring before 2030. So I think that <laughs> Dan's one of them. Um, so I think that there's going to be this giant crisis that most churches are going to fall into to say, we either have to lower our standards, which is never a good idea, mm-hmm. or we're going to have to start training from within to make sure that we have candidates that we are raising up ourselves. And so um, that's my church prediction for for 2024. Uh, it's going to get harder to find qualified pastoral candidates. Um, okay, something fun. This should be a little bit cheerier, Dan, hopefully. Sports prediction. Oh, no, this is not cheery for me. <laughs> nope. All right, here's here's the challenge. You've got to give one positive. Oh, this ain't happening. You got to give oh, one. No, no, there is my last give one. Is okay, categories. okay, okay. So, so what's what's your sports prediction, Dan? I predict the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to win the Super oh, Bowl. Pff, who cares? That's it. I'm out. I'm out. This is the last episode. No, of my- I I agree. I, I agree with I you on that. I specifically believe that it'll be the Ravens versus the 49ers, mm-hmm. and the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. On a more serious and general note, I believe that women's sports will either collapse as we know them, or there will be some effort to start a trans league for people who are mentally ill and think that they're females in a male body. Okay. 
send your letters to Life Talks. Bring them. <laughs> I know. On. I'm joking about that, but I just. I mean, yeah. I, I just. I. I. I think if they don't do some of women's sports, it's going to be. And I just. I, you know, there's some things going on politically in this world. I don't understand the 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 silence of feminists in in the collapse of. You know, common sense. Yeah, but you know the onslaught of the uh, male to female trans movement. Th that doesn't make sense. That they're so silent. The other that does not make sense to me is the homosexual left endorsement of Hamas, which I see all over Facebook. My gay friends are so anti-Israel, so pro-Hamas, and I'm thinking they would tie you people to chairs and throw you off multi-storied buildings if they had. Any chance at all of yeah. getting away with it, and I do not understand their support for that. But yeah. those, well, yeah, the, the left, the left is collapsing on itself at yeah. some level. Okay, um, so my sports prediction is I, I, I'm going to go out on the, on a limb here because the Ravens, Washington Redskins are going to win the Super Bowl. No, well, okay. first of all, <laughs> they, I've, got, I've got a couple sports predictions here. I've got, I've got a few. Oh, please make one about the Panthers getting a new owner. <laughs> no, welcome to my life with Dan Snyder for 25 years. Okay, <laughs> so we finally have hope. Anyways, my sports prediction, it, the Super Bowl is going to be 49ers-Bills. That's oh, no. my prediction. Oh, no. 49ers. I put money on this Okay, one. just, I think there's going to be a giant upset. <laughs> the Bills are going to upset the Ravens. It's in the 49ers. I'm, I, the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. Recreational marijuana is not allowed in North Carolina. <laughs> So what do you? Because you, you are smoking uh, and inhaling. <laughs> I'm trying to make bold predictions here, Dan. I'm not going with the with the crowd here. I'm just going with I with my gut. Isn't okay? it ironic that the one that we really disagree on is this important <laughs> one of sports? No, I haven't seen Dan so passionate before. I can't stand the Bills. And, and, really? Yes. And thank you, Wrights, for putting up with me on that because there's some principles. Uh, my other sports prediction is that the United States men's soccer team is going to make it to the semifinals of the. <laughs> Copa America and beat Brazil. They're going to wow. beat Brazil to get to the semifinals. That's somebody wake me up when this prediction. Take over. it home. They put me in a coma. All right, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm making bold predictions here. My third prediction is that the the Washington Commanders will change their name again. <laughs> I hope you're right on that one. I went from Washington Redskins to Washington Football Team to Washington Commanders, and if you are a true fan like me, you absolutely despise that name. It is. It, it just anything that reeks of Dan Snyder, you're like, I want it out. I'm, I'm done with it. Um, I don't care what they name it. I just want anything that had to do with Dan Snyder gone. So I think they're going to change the name. I, they're not ever going to change it back. I have some suggestions, but I really like my job. Yeah, I, I know. Washington losers, <laughs> the Washington pansies. I mean, I can hear you right now, Dan. Anyways, my fourth sports prediction, fourth is that the Chinese are going to win the medal count in the Olympics. Huh. That's my... That's does my, anybody watch the Olympics anymore? Oh, my wife. My wife does. I really? mean, we. I watch... Um, I mean, it's just for those two weeks. Back just in like, the 70s, in the height of the Cold War, the yeah. entire nation would shut down yeah. Yeah. and watch it. Yeah. And I don't think I've watched an Olympic event in the last four Olympics. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, there's yeah. a couple events I really enjoy watching, like, but... Like, what's your favorite one? I think there's the, the swimming. skating? <laughs> no. Rhythmic dancing? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think that the, the swimming one is really good. I think all the swimming races. I mean, people love races. The track and field races mm. are fun. I want to watch Team USA basketball. I, I think those are th those are some enjoyable things. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, 
I like the Olympics. I I, I would like to think that we're go- we're going to be better, but I think again, um, you know, I heard a statistic that seventy seven percent of young people today could not qualify for the military because we're so obese and overweight, out of shape. Which percentage? 77% of young people today could not qualify for the basic level of entry into the military. That's a serious problem. And I think that's across the board. It's going to affect all of us, whether, you know, athletics, you know, military. It's just healthcare. Healthcare. There's some serious issues that we have um, with with our nutrition and all kinds of, you know, gaming, all that kind of stuff. So anyways... That's those are my those are my sports predictions. Okay, all right, Dan. I hope something cheery. We got a couple oh, minutes left. I've got a realistic one, and then I've got a cheery one. Okay, I think it's it's cheery to me. Okay, personal, oh, personal. Okay, I will either lose twenty pounds. Yes, I love that, Dan. Or have another heart attack. In the next <laughs> oh my gosh, gosh. <laughs> Dan! No, what are you doing to us? <laughs> no, three. Uh, as, no, this, send coming, this coming Monday. Please is my, pray for Dan today. My three-year anniversary, and I'm within three pounds of my weight when I had my, okay. my first heart attack. Yeah. So, I mean, that's to me, it ought to be a kick in the pants to myself. Yes. And I've lost three pounds since January first. Okay. But that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Know, all right. One percent. Well, okay. One percent. But yeah, okay. So the other other one is um, I'm going to start writing more. Oh, I, I put my I like pen that. up several years ago, mm-hmm. and I've got the itch to get it back oh, out. I love so. that. I, yeah. I love when Dan See, writes. I I, you, <laughs> I do. I get in trouble. It's so that's, entertaining. That's, that's cheery for us, though. <laughs> yeah, you're entertaining, Dan. Um, so my my personal prediction for me is that I will run a race this year. I haven't run a race and run in a race since I was thirty okay, years can old. Can I bring up a bad memory? What? <laughs> what? I remember one year when you told me this has been about ten years ago. Yeah. Do you remember this? Do you know no. what I'm gonna say? No. That you were gonna run a triathlon. No, I did a duathlon. No, you said triathlon. Oh, I can't. Swim. And then I, I then I yeah. Well, that was part of it. You yeah, were. Yeah, I, I. And then I then I then I was. Can I tell you quick teasing you about can, can it I, and you kind of like can I tell did you the backstroke? Can I tell you the quick? You can't do can I tell you the quick? Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> swim. I actually I went to a coach at the YMCA to teach me how to swim. And um, if you knew how many swimming lessons my mom gave me as a child, you would be like, "This is something we have in common." You know, I don't swim either, right? I, I just I, I'm six foot three. That's the only thing that saves me when I'm in water. But <laughs> you can stand, you can up, stand up, up, yeah. The bottom. That's the only thing that saves me. But but I literally went to this professional coach that trains triathletes to teach me how to swim. And after about two weeks, he's like, "I can't help you. You're gonna die." Wow. He literally wow. said, "I cannot help you. I'm broken. There's something about the way that my body." Body moves in water that I just I can't I don't do it like you, the the regular just moving my arms swimming are turning you generally my physically coordinated in other areas like could you play drums do you think or I is have that like no also idea I like can play a, basketball no way. I'm not I'm not high on the coordination athletic ability I have to work really hard to get anywhere athletically yeah um, but yeah I I. I'm not so what kind of race are you considering? I'm just gonna do a running race and the oh, reason a running race I, like, the only reason I, I have a car race. No. <laughs> the reason I am because I have had some major issues with my IT band, which is excruciating when you run after a certain point. I have point. no idea what an so IT band is. Your IT band runs from below your knee cap to all the way above your hip. And if you if that is tight, when you try to run, it is really painful. So I finally have gotten to the point where uh, I'm able to run without pain. And so I'm going to run in a race this year. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. I'll yeah. cheer you on. Thanks, Dan.
I appreciate it. Or that. I'll run with you and have a heart attack. And then Dan, we can do, let's do it we together. Can oh, two no, at the no. same let's do time. a fundraiser, Dan. You and I <laughs> oh running. You and I running. We could we could raise money for you pick the missions project. You'll have to you'll have to put a Milky Way bar on a, <laughs> on a line let's do, in front of me. Let's do the let's do the Krispy Kreme race where we run and we eat a dozen donuts at the end. I could I could, I could oh. <laughs> and a nitroglycerin between each yes, one. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Well, I hope that uh, I don't know what your predictions are. You know, we did a little bit different than resolutions. Prediction: We might be completely wrong. I predict I we prayed, are wrong. I pray to God that we are wrong in a lot of these things. Particularly Dan. <laughs> How have you not used the phrase "you're being predictive but not descriptive" yet? Like you keep saying it in all the other we, ways. We call yes. ourselves the, theologians. Yes, um, but hey, I hope this has been an enjoyable episode. What are your predictions? I, I don't know what they are, but it's fun to think about those kinds of things. The good thing that we can all all rest in is God knows what's going to happen. And so Dan and I, if you don't like what we have to say, just trust in God. He's over it all. We can trust in him. I hope that gives you a lot of peace and rest today. Thanks again for joining us on Life Talks. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. Life Talks is a ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit LifeCharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.